Hello, I'm your host, Giselle Gamby, and this is the Intuitive Pool Podcast, where together we'll embrace the plans we did not make yet unfold businesses and lives that are so much greater in wealth in all ways than any business or life plan could ever achieve. My wish is that you make intuition your most trusted advisor. So buckle up, get present, and let's go. Welcome to part two of the episodes entitled The Breakthrough Year. I hope you really enjoyed part one. I would love to hear from you about the breathtaking ripples that may have occurred for you. The one thing about podcasting that doesn't totally fill my cup is that sometimes it feels really one way where I'm speaking to you and I know that you listen and I know things happen for you and sometimes people do message me and I'm so grateful for that. And I would love so much more of that. I want to know what's happening for you. So please send me emails, send me messages if we're connected on Facebook. I want to know what the ripples are of me sharing me and showing up. I want to know. I want to enjoy. I want to celebrate with you. I want to be part of that with you. So please, please share. So part two is me speaking to a map that I wrote out this morning. For a little while now, I've been feeling that this is going to be a really big year. There were words that were given to me last week that totally nailed what I was feeling. And the words were that this is going to be a breakthrough year. And the feeling within my body is such a match for those words because I can remember those years that were massive breakthrough years. I can remember them. I can pinpoint them out in my life. And I'm sure you can too for yourself. And the last, you know, really sizable breakthrough year for me was 2013. Absolutely, there have been breakthroughs since 2013 to now. 100% there has been. But they've been like these really beautiful paradigm shifts that have created more flow, that have created more joy in my life, that have given me the ability to share new insights, that have allowed me to find new ways of expressing myself, such as the podcast incrementally, incremental breakthroughs. But this year doesn't feel like an incremental breakthrough year. This feels like one of those real sizable, my world has changed in all the best of ways type of breakthrough. Let's allow that to be the undercurrent of this map that I'm going to speak out. So what I'm doing here is sharing my process largely from December 2022 until today, which is the 6th of February. It's been a really rich time. I feel like I've been given a lot, I've received a lot, and I can see, I can see the map, if you like, that is holding us to have this breakthrough year. And there's a reason why I'm sharing it with you, because this is literally sharing my process with you, is because I'm trusting that this will catalyze something within you. Whether it's the way that I share it, it's like a stream of consciousness flow 
of information since December 2022. It may catalyze your own stream of consciousness or perhaps there are particular parts through this stream of consciousness that may resonate with you and also catalyze some intuition for you or some awareness for you or some seeing for you. On one hand, it kind of feels a little self-indulgent to talk about me, to share my process, but I'm absolutely doing this from a place of radical generosity so that there are breathtaking ripples. So you would have heard in part one the piece around powerlessness that reared its head with me in December. I'm not going to repeat the story about that because I've already spoken it, other than to say that I 100% know that I'm being directed right now to speak out loud and call forth within you, particularly for people who are successful, who are happy, who feel on purpose, who feel like they're living a fulfilled life. Of course, there's more, yes, but I'm not talking necessarily about people who are in the gutter, and I say that with no judgment. Um, I'm literally talking about people just like me, and I'm really being pointed really being pointed to talk to people just like me and to say that there is an invitation to bring what remains in the shadow or in the shadows to light, to bring forward parts of you that have been unacknowledged or perhaps not fully acknowledged, perhaps never even seen, which was my experience, to bring that forward because whilst there are parts of you that are not seen, not acknowledged, not fully acknowledged, those parts of you, and I'm talking about necessarily, I'm talking about uh, egoic parts of you, in particular around the theme of powerlessness, whilst they sit there unacknowledged, they translate into your current life in one way or another. And that transference of powerlessness that belongs to your history, that doesn't necessarily belong to you today, but exists today, that is a blocker. That is a blocker. That is a blocker to having a breakthrough year. In contrast to that, when we bring what has been in the shadows forward into our awareness and we give that full presence wherever it takes us, And we hold that in the intention that we're here to 100% transmute this, we're here to 100% complete this and be free from this powerlessness, then of course there's a breakthrough that occurs as a result. Of course there's a claiming back of power. Of course there's a seeing of powerfulness that that is already here, but you didn't see it until you could. So let me give you an example. I had an experience last week. I have been feeling that there is something right under my nose that I've not been able to see about who I am that is so natural to who I am and I haven't been able to see it. And I know that when I've had this experience before and then I've seen that thing that has been right underneath my nose, it's been who I am, as I am, it's natural to me, that way of being, 
then there have been breakthroughs as, as a result of that. I've felt that over the last month, that there's this unseen part of me in my power, in my powerfulness that sits right underneath my nose because it's so part of who I am that I've not been able to see. And it's now being called forth to see. Well, last week I saw it and it was thanks to my coach who said, Giselle, you're the ultimate community builder. And I am. Today I realized the one thing that I've had since way back when and it was in contrast <laughs> to how my family of origin preferred. My Again, it's, I think, it's to do with that generation where you don't really talk about your problems and you don't really be vulnerable in front of people. I've always been a sharer. I have always been a sharer. Back when Facebook first started, I created a page called Dare to be Remarkable, which is now Giselle Gamby. And I would share and I'd share really real stuff. I'd share really vulnerable stuff. And, you know, it grew. I think it's in the thousands. I can't remember how many um, thousands. It was just a joy for me to share. I podcast. I talk about real vulnerable things. Go to listen to part one and you'll hear what I mean. And it's just a joy for me. Yeah, sometimes it's a bit scary. Yeah, it is sometimes. And it's also a joy for me. As we go back and bring what is in the shadows or what has been in the shadows to light and we claim back our power where we either were taught that we couldn't be powerful or we were not encouraged that being powerful is our place or we gave the power away, there's also a part of our powerfulness that has always been with us and has always been expressed and I really want you to hear this just as my seeing today of the fact that I've always shared even if it was confronting to my family of origin because that's not the way that they were taught as a result of sharing so many ripples so many so many ripples have happened so that's part A, right, that happened in December around this theme of powerlessness, transmuting it, claiming back power, owning the powerfulness that is already here and allowing ourselves to inhabit not only the ability to love but the ability to be powerful also. Another part of my map was an inquiry that I went on last week, in fact. And it was catalyzed by a really dear friend of mine who, and she may be listening, she may listen to this episode. And the conversation was around a program that she has just purchased. It's a really, really high-end, really high-dollar investment program. And I really, really hope that it gives her everything that she wants. I was noticing that when I was listening, because I was asking a lot of questions because I thought, hey, maybe this is for me too. I'm always curious. And yet what was happening within my body as I was asking these questions and, and listening was I was feeling contraction. I wasn't feeling good. And it didn't feel 
it wasn't resonating for who I am. And so we had this conversation, you know, she was talking about her choice to, in her business, to make a million dollars. I noticed the uncomfortable yuckiness in my body and I left the call and I did a piece of writing and the piece of writing said, and again, I'm being really vulnerable again (laughs) on this episode and the piece of writing was me owning for me that the ultimate model, the ultimate model for me is being aligned with the mind of God. And do I need to explain that to you? Maybe I do because that God word can really mess us up. (laughs) So when I talk about the mind of God, I talk about a consciousness that is infinite and eternal. I talk about a consciousness that is loving. I talk about a consciousness that reaches into depths that I have no awareness of yet. When I talk about God, I talk about a consciousness that is divinely organizing and orchestrating and where grace exists and that is working for us and on behalf of us always. And I've lived my life aligned to this consciousness since 1999. And it hasn't always been roses for sure, as you would have heard in part one, there was trauma back there in my late 20s and early 30s. And even that had a divine orchestration to it because that was what awakened me, what had me really fall into and surrender and have faith in the idea that life was perfect in its imperfection and that every experience that I had, even the worst experiences that I had, were part of my soul's plan. And to be able to hold all of that in love and to see through the eyes of love really was everything to me. If I was to pin down, you know, people talk about having an elevator pitch. I can't do that. I can't, I don't know how you, I haven't worked it out yet. Maybe I will, but I don't know how you filter down the ability to truly see love in everything. I'm not sure yet how to filter that down into an elevator pitch, but at the end of the day, that's why I do what I do. Whether I'm talking to somebody about, you know, their business or their career, or I'm talking to them about relationships, or I'm talking to them about their health or cancer. I work with a fair few people who have cancer. At the end of the day, what I do is I facilitate a conversation and a process that allows people to see that all of it is love. And it just had to be expressed in the way that it did for them to see that all of it is love. So for me, working with the mind of God, that has transformed everything for me. It has created a very profitable business. So here's the vulnerable bit. So last year was my most profitable year where I 
created $480,000 worth of revenue. All of that, all of that was by leaning into the ultimate model, the ultimate structure, and that is through my relationship with the mind of God. Now, when I was in this stream of consciousness writing, I said, okay, I know that working with this ultimate structure of the mind of God can create $480,000 worth of revenue, but I don't know that it can create $1 million worth of revenue. I don't know that yet. And then I just started laughing. And the words that I wrote out in my stream of consciousness writing was, what a ludicrous question to ask, can working with the mind of God create $1 million? Of course it can, because my God is infinite. Of course, of course. So there's this thing within me uh, that I'm really, really moved by and tickled by and excited by. And it's almost like as if I'm now moved to create a million dollars worth of revenue. Why? Because I want to show people (laughs) that working with the mind of God can do that. I also asked myself the question, am I lazy? Do I not want to do these kind of programs because I'm lazy? It's like, no, actually not. I just don't want to slog it out. I really don't. And for me, doing a lot of do, 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 do is a lot of slogging it out for me. And at the same time, I do a lot of do. I create these podcasts, but these podcasts are not things that I do in order to get something. These podcasts are callings. These podcasts are a vehicle through which I get to do the thing that I love to do, and that is to share. So do you see it's a different vibration to having to do this thing that I think I have to do to get whatever it is that I think that I have to get? Now, for my friend, that program might be the most resonant and aligned. It might be the mind of God for her, and I really wish it is. But the beauty of that conversation for me was it allowed me to really revere. Revere is the right word, to really revere the quietness, the quietness that I experience by working with the mind of God and by listening and by taking instruction from there, by being moved to move from that place. Every podcast episode, I'm called to create. I don't sit there thinking, oh, what am I going to be talking about this week? Sometimes I don't record for weeks. I think that's true right now because I hadn't received it yet. And then it arrives. It doesn't always arrive when I've got my eyes closed in meditation. It will arrive because I'm so present in a conversation with someone. It will arrive because I'm going for a walk and I'm really in that open-minded space. And so that's another piece to my map. I'm absolutely dedicated and devoted to having more and more and more and more and more people Play, experiment, deepen their relationship with the mind of God that gets exercised through the practice of meditation, which is the reason why I've put this nine-week meditation program on. In fact, the people who are on that program, I'm absolutely holding 
space not only for the inner breakthroughs, which must happen to start with, but also for the external breakthroughs because I want to show you guys. I want to have evidence to say, look what happens when you meditate. It's not just to relax. It's not just to calm the nerves or anxiety. It produces real-life stuff. It has created my business the way it has. I'm with my husband because of the space that I go in when I listen. I knew he was coming before he came. Again, another stream of consciousness writing that told me. And then he recognized me because he also was tuned in that day. A really beautiful woman who's on the nine-week meditation program who was really awesome in sharing from a really real space. She said, you know, I've always thought that meditation is a really good waste of time. (laughs) I think a lot of people think that. And I'm here. I know that I'm here. I know that I'm here to show a different way. And money talks, money talks. And so I want to show, I want to give you the evidence. Again, if you're pulled to join that nine-week program, it's still not too late. You can do that. Just uh, send me an email. So that's the next piece that arrived on my map. It's a really, really, really big piece. The third piece is that I could feel, and, and, and this is actually not in sequence. This is not in sequence. It kind of exists. It, it, it sits, it relates to a thought that I had in December and it relates to a thought that I'm having now. So it kind of sits in the middle. As I've been feeling, and as I said, I only got the words last week, the breakthrough year, as I've been feeling that 2023 is going to be a really significant, sizable, one of those life-changing moment type years, thus we're calling it the breakthrough year now, I've been feeling that there's a new, there's either a new premise that will be a paradigm shifting premise. Like when I had my big breakthrough year at the end of 2013 and then realized from that experience that authenticity is profitable, that the only thing that I need to be is me. <laughs> I don't have to change. And my life experience and the vulnerability and the authenticity of my life experience is connective and resonant with people and therefore is creative, you know, versus having to do X, Y, and Z, you know, the X, Y, Y, and Zs of the things that we're taught to do in terms of creating connection. When I saw that through my experience, again, I woke up one morning and the words were authenticity is profitable. So that was a life-changing premise. Two premises arrived last year that are life-changing that momentum serves the committed. The more commitment I gave to this podcast, the more this other premise arrived is life-changing. The more I committed to this podcast, which takes a lot of energy, time and love, I found that grace did the heavy lifting for me. I had, as I've shared, the biggest revenue year last year and grace did the heavy lifting for me in relation to that and just to be explicit versus doing the slog 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 versus doing the hard work 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 
yeah, podcasting is work, but it's joyful work. I feel uplifted. I feel open. It's a state of presence for me. It's like being in a meditation. How cool is that? So I've been, I know that there's a new premise. I don't know what it is yet. Maybe by speaking it out to you here that I know that there's one to arrive. I can even feel it in my body. I've got it going on in my stomach and in my heart. Perhaps it will arrive. And I also know that there are there's a new model. So as I was speaking about working with the mind of God, being aligned to the mind of God, being the ultimate model, it doesn't mean to say that we don't have physical models. At the end of 2013, when I partnered with a wonderful, wonderful coach called Jasmine Platt, she introduced me to the model that I currently work with, which is the mastermind model or the partnership model. Now, these are words that I use. She, these weren't words that she used to describe it. But up until 2013, I pretty much worked with people on hourly rates. The people would come in and go whenever they wanted it. There was no accountability. And really, yeah, sure, it got results. I'm not saying it didn't. But the quality of result that occurs now when I partner with people over either for three months or a year or two or three or four, I've got somebody who just um, wrote to me on um, Friday and said, is this going to be round four or five? I'm, I'm, I'm coaching again with you. I said, let's call it round infinity. This model was a life-changing model, this physical model of partnering for three months or partnering for a year or more. Now, yes, last week when I was with my coach and he said, Giselle, you're the ultimate community builder, I realized that community is a model. That was the model that was run underneath my nose <laughs> because I'm a sharer. That's just who I am. It's run underneath my nose. And now that I can see it, I know intuitively that there is another physical model for me to see that will be able to hold the community beautifully, that will allow my sharing and my expression to be held even more powerfully. I don't know what that is yet but I'm holding space for it. So again, I'm saying this to you because this may provoke something within you. I will say one more piece to this point. There have been several times since December where I've had this experience where I feel like all my worlds are colliding. In December, I went for a walk. And I had been holding the intention last year, how can I be of service to more people beyond the model that I currently have? Within the partnership model, I can work with up to 15 people at a time in the three-month or year-long mastermind. I can work with more people, but I don't choose to work with more people. I feel like that's my happy place. So how can I be of service to more people? Yes, I am through the podcast for sure. And then all my worlds collided. I appreciated how meditation has been the reason for all the most incredible transformations in my life because I connect with the mind of God. I realized that I love creating really beautiful, emotional, 
sensory experiences. And I now have the technology to do that because I've learned how to podcast. I realized that I love music. I have loved music since I was young. I love emotional music. And I realize I love downloading information and writing. So when I put all of those parts together, the sum was, why don't I create a nine-week meditation program where all of that is being expressed and I'm allowing more and more people to see that when we align with the mind of God that the stuff on the ground happens, the practical, tangible results on the ground happen and they happen so much more efficiently than a lot of the do, 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 do. So that was one experience where all of my worlds collided. And another experience where all of my worlds collided was I was walking when I was on holidays in Queensland and I was listening to a few podcasts and was appreciating this guy on Instagram called A Soul Called Joel. Thanks, Cameron Stewart, for pointing him out to me. A Soul Called Joel. I love his reels. So he does like a 30 to 60 second reel every day. He's a beautiful looking man. Oh, yummo. And he starts with, how's your heart? He has his hand on his heart and he pauses and he gives you a moment to go, how's my heart? And just a feeling. And then he says a few words and it's very simple. And, you know, he's out in nature somewhere and every now and then he might play the guitar. But I... I really look forward to his 30 to 60 second reels every day as a just like a mini meditation. And then it came to me. I would love to do something similar. I create these meditations. I can pull out from these meditations beautiful pieces and then ask my friend Jude Ella to go and create beautiful scenery behind and to choose the most perfect music and then put that on Instagram, you know, maybe four times a week for a moment where people can stop for a moment, you know, 30 to 60 seconds is easy and simple as that and just get present for that time. And so I'm really looking forward. That's on my list this week. I want to get that started. Now there are more to be received. I know that there are more to be received. I don't know what they are yet, but I'm holding space for that. I really hope again, once again, I don't do these episodes for the sake of doing them for myself. Yes, I receive a lot from being in this present state, but I do them for you. I do them so that what I share creates breathtaking ripples, the theme of the year, by the way. So please share with me through email or messenger what you're receiving and Again, if you would like support this year, you can join the nine-week meditation program still. And also you can partner with me for a kickstart the year program for former clients. I'm happy to do that for two months. You've already got the foundations. We can do a lot in two months. For people who have not worked with me, we can do that in three months. Or indeed, if you feel like going all in, you can go into the mastermind. Gift yourself the intuition you receive. Move and follow the intuition that you receive because 
one of those life-changing paradigm shifting premises that I received and that I appreciated this year in observation of my experience is when you follow the intuitive pull consistently, momentum is the consequence and so too are breathtaking ripples. Have a wonderful day. Ciao, ciao.